I'm Kate Montague and you're listening to the AudioCraft Conference Series. These sessions were recorded at our first ever conference that we held in March 2016. It was an incredible day with audio nerds from all over Australia coming together for what felt like the beginning of something very special, like a little Woodstock for audio nerds. This recording is of Sherry Delise, who wrapped up the day. Sherry is a prolific radio producer and sound artist. Her work has been played internationally for two decades and she's won some of radio's top storytelling and audio art awards. She's been an enormous inspiration for radio makers both here in Australia and abroad. Radiolab have even credited her with trailblazing their experimental approach to sound editing. So it was a real honour to have her give the final address at our first audio craft. Sherry had spent the day in the back row with her laptop, taking notes and unbeknown to us, cooking up some lyrical wonders and reflections on some of the ideas and questions that were coming up. Here she is. Kate asked me, Kate and the other organisers of the conference, who shall be named in a few moments, I think, asked me not to give any kind of uh, speech, but to just do what I'd like to call um, the function of rapporteur, I think it is. Now, Kate said I can't use that word, but, and, and I think she was wise since I can't even say it, but it's basically this idea that what I'd like to do is reflect back to you what I've heard today, not really overlaying it with my own uh, stuff too much, but just hopefully providing a reflection. Now, to do that, I decided at the beginning of the day to do something strange, and you're going to have to pardon me if it didn't work. We're both about to find out at the same time. So I thought instead of, uh, you know, developing and weaving the themes that I heard, I would just try to tell it as a story. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit of a story, my story, of today. We started out our days individually, in the ordinary world in the NT, in WA, in the ACT, some of us packing our H2Ns, our H4Ns, and other letters we'd need to write our narratives. We were bleary-eyed on a Saturday morning, needing coffee, yes, but called to go on an adventure. So we skateboarded, we bussed, and we flew via Russia and China, some of us, towards Redfern, toward the adventure of sharing the art of making great podcasts, radio beyond radio, and other audio crafts. Once assembled and greeted by our wonderful hosts and fixed firmly in the gaze of our mentors, we ventured forth out into the wide blue atmos wondering, is this B-roll voice I'm hearing in my head helpful or unhelpful? (laughs) We were calmed by Sophie telling us it's all right to be shit scared. And Jay teaching us the importance of interrogating whether we're setting out to make radio that only we can make. And as we started to wander off, Timothy whispered a reminder to make sure we were wearing our cans. Enlisting our imaginations to paint with sound, Miyuki ushered us across the threshold into the fabulous new old world of audio craft. There, the sound designers, Timothy and Miyuki, bid us farewell, 
reminding that we must also have an awesome respect for silence. Beyond the gate, Joel beckoned, and we walked amongst decomposing pigs until suddenly we were confronted by a 915-foot building levitating in midair. We clutched at one another, but Joel's footing was sure. He led us through the middle of that monstrous building, demonstrating how to move time backwards, forwards, and how to use forms of aggressive charm in service of our best story. And eventually, we reached a place no mentor could accompany us. But we knew something of such places already. The scary and most inner sanctum of the box, as Miyuki and Timothy had described it. The beautiful boxes that we create that must be big enough to hold all the worlds, as Jay had told us. And, scariest of all, the startup podcast that Beck and John had warned us of. In that scary place, asking, can I keep up the pace? How do I balance being an artist and an entrepreneur? And will it always be unpaid? We suddenly remembered the toolkit they'd given us, and we rattled through tips about discoverability, taglines, websites, how to court iTunes, sponsorship, all the while asking ourselves their key questions, which included, what am I really seeking? And what is the collective value of my work? But do I have to do this alone, we shouted, until we remembered their soothing voices telling us that alone is not the only way. We made plans then for returning to our communities and working further with our mentors. A chorus of them, Gavin and Queen G and Maddie, then sang the virtues of a community coming together to tell a singular story with many voices a story that could not be told by any one person, its power lying in the diversity and breadth of its contributions. Among us now, some are planning our emotionally resonant, artistic and sound-rich solo adventures, while others focus on social change and generating collective power for the powerless. And towards these plans, we've gained the wisdom that will get us started. Now, the day finished, we're about to return to the ordinary world, a little reluctant perhaps, but maybe with more trust that the particular tools of Australian audio craft provide us with a voice, a voice loud enough to inspire others to contribute and to stand up for the rights of their brothers and sisters, a voice strong enough to get the attention of the world, if that's the audience we choose. That's my little story. <laughs> Sounds like, sounds like it wasn't entirely as awful as I feared. That is great to know. Look, um, in amongst uh, writing that up, which I was doing during the day, I also just wrote up some recurring themes, some questions. I will miss most of them. But just a reminder, during the day, it seemed like we in the audience wanted to get to know how to make sound, how to get sound that grabs us by the scruff of the neck, and whether we need high-end gear to do that, or will our iPhones do? How to work effectively with the people we're working with? How to push them just gently or hard enough so that the world gets their best? How to raise our own consciousness about the work we're really doing when we work with those people? 
We wondered about how to access and use archival material, how to work with sponsors. We wondered about licensing issues, paying for tape. We wondered about where you decide when you'll be a reporter, when you completely remove yourself from the story, how to find the amazing stories, and then how to get the amazing material. We wondered about building trust with individuals and with communities and how to make stories where sound and voice become as tactile as leaves. We often wondered, what is our place as Australian makers, and whether we're hindered in our thinking by an older model of terrestrial broadcast. And we questioned whether monetization is the only goal. Mostly, I think, thanks to our wonderful organizers, we created an intergenerational conversation, bringing together producing leaders and emerging talent at a very interesting time for audio, where producers like our presenters today and like everyone in the audience can blaze off-track trails, indie, community, ABC, BBC, WMYC, US podcasts. I'm probably missing many people and sectors there. And all the way offering new voices and new forms to domestic and international audiences. What can all these sectors offer to one another? And in this country, with its relatively small population, how can we pave pathways between all these different outlets and all these different sources of support? There are so many questions coming out of today. I really hope that you keep forming and holding those questions that are most important to you from today in consciousness. For me, I'm wondering how we as Australians, as an Australian community of makers and listeners, continue to hone our very particular strengths with an international outlook while also tapping into audio making and listening histories that are particular to this culture. As a start, I invite you to chase your own instincts down to find out what are the stories that you feel most deeply called to tell. Perhaps, as Jay said, they're the stories that only you can tell, or maybe not. What do you want to do with this very precious moment? And what holds you back? And then being clear about that, how do you plan to get started? Thanks. Thanks for listening to the AudioCraft conference series. If you'd like to hear more of our sessions, head to audiocraft.com.au and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at audiocraft.com. This series was produced by Miles Martignoni and Jessica Binneth.